You're listening to Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American Podcast, Episode 87. Welcome to the Carry On Friends Podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. As always, I am excited that you are listening. My guest for today is Dr. Shelley Cameron. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Cameron. How are you? I am good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, island you represent, and um, a little bit of your professional background? Okay, my name is Dr. Shelley Cameron, and I'm an author, I'm a speaker, an organizational development consultant, and I'm a coach. Oh, nice. And, <laughs> and which <laughs> island are you representing, Dr. Cameron? I represent the island of Jamaica, out of many one people. Yeah. Jamaica, no problem. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so um, the reason why I wanted you to, to be on the, you know, I invited you to be on the podcast is, you know, your experience as an organizational um, um, the professional and a career coach, because, you know, in the world that we live in, there's a lot about, you know, um, skills that people are looking for. They're saying there's a skill shortage, whereas there's one camp that says there's not really a skill shortage. There's a training shortage. So I think and, and I think it's a really good place to start with um, when it comes to career. What is one or two main challenges that you're finding your clients, whether it's the organization or the clients, individuals are are having trouble with? I think it's uh, the, the number one, I think, is complacency or I like to call it fear. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing I see where individuals are unhappy with going to getting up and going to work. That's the absolute number one. Yet they stay in the same position for one year, two years, and sometimes people are in positions for even 10 years and more, not realizing that they're not growing or anything like that, and they're unhappy and they complain, mm-hmm. yet do nothing about it. Mm. All right. So I'm, I know the Carry On Friends community, they want to do something about it because they've been asking questions about, you know, awesome. what they can do or what they need to do to find that next opportunity. So one of the, I, I'll start with a personal experience, right? Okay. Um, a lot of times there are challenges at work and sometimes, you know, your coworkers get you upset, you yeah. know, is that when you want to look for a job? Like when do you recognize that you are no longer unhappy in a job? I mean, we all think we know it. And sometimes it manifests like, oh, I don't like my coworker, but we don't want to start looking for a job when we get to the point of like, we're really upset and we're done, as we say in the Caribbean. So how, uh, what are earlier cues that we can take to recognize that, you know what, I'm no longer liking this job and I need to start a job search strategy? Okay, so I think of um, a few. I can tell you, maybe I'll just tell you uh, like, three or four, mm-hmm. when you're unhappy most of the day when you go to that job, when you find that you wake up in the morning and it's like a push for you to get up, it's, it's hard because you're no longer excited. Mm-hmm. Other things include like when you're 
you're getting passed over for a promotion and you know you're qualified for it and you're 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 really feeling this disoriented and and the other thing is if you find that your company is cutting back, you need to recognize that that's a sign and you should actually start looking around for something. Or whether it's a company or or the industry that you're in. I was with a young lady and um, she's in um, an industry that now it's all online and moving and she wanted to move on, but she was a little scared. Obviously, after a while, she ended up being, her department was closed Mm -hmm. and she was discombobulated because, hey, she she was not ready for the, 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 the change. And this happens with so many of my clients who are not, who are afraid to make the leap. And then the leap is made for them, if you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're saying. Part of what I do a lot with organizations is to help them to 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 restructure, which is not a nice thing because you have people who are crying out and, 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 and wanting to stay with an organization for many years, especially those from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. We're used to not staying with a company for like two, three years. Where mm-hmm. They're used to staying with a company for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And when, when things change, then they're thrown off and totally devastated. Mm-hmm. Another area that I'm thinking of as well is when the environment, as you were just mentioning about the personal background, is when the environment becomes too toxic. Mm-hmm. And you do know that. We all know when the environment is toxic. That is a sign that, hey, if you don't like the toxicity, then it's time for you to move on. Yeah. Yeah. And and the last thing I wanted to also mention is when you believe that you're meant for bigger and greater things, your your mind tells you things, your heart, your gut feeling. There are bigger things that you want to accomplish, especially those of us who want to be entrepreneurs. So I talk about I'll talk to new entrepreneurs or individuals who are in organizations and feel that, hey, this is not for me. There are bigger things that I want to to, to accomplish. All right. So time when you should really start looking out to see hey what what is happening out there where can i where will i fit in those are good tips because believe me you no one wants to be you know everybody wants to be in a driver's seat so if you know i've personally experienced you know and i shared it in a previous episode that i knew it was time for me to leave an organization and they pulled the trigger before i did you know uh, you you always want to you as much as you can <laughs> you want to be in the driver's seat but the good thing was i started looking you know already it was just that you know i was in my soft search phase too long before i really pushed on the the gas to go hard search but um so, the, so from my personal experience, and then I'll go into the question, um, I found myself in these scenarios, and I don't know if anyone else listening has been in these scenarios where I just get a new job, and it's almost always I just get a new job. And I mean just get a new job maybe a month or two, sometimes three months, you know, or less than a year. Let's go less than a year in a roll, um, okay. six months in a row, and a recruiter calls up about a position. Hey, I have a good position for you and blah, blah, blah. And you know what I've done in the past? I just started working in this opportunity and I want to give it a chance. So my question for you is, you know, when those calls come in, should I have, I mean, should I turn down those opportunities? What should I do in those situations when, you know, a recruiter reaches out and you just get a job and it would look bad because on your resume, <laughs> You only work at the job two months and you pick up and gone or something like that. So, right, you know, right. what would you advise in a situation like that? 
And, and I think it's a totally um, great question, which I'm asked many, many, many times um, in my capacity. I find that people feel that they can talk with me, even in organizations that I'm, I, I'm helping. Mm-hmm. And the employees, or the managers and directors, whoever they are, feel they can talk with me. So sometimes when those calls do come in, you have to advise. So I, I, I share with them that you have to look at the job. Does the job Job the, just the job that you're being offered fit into your long-term career. Because there's a distinction between a job and a career, mm-hmm. right? So if you're looking at a job and a career, there is a distinction there. So if it fits, if the new opportunity fits better into your long-term career, then that's the sign that you should take it. However, bear into consideration some other things. Again, I mentioned the industry. Because mm-hmm. not necessarily that they're recruiting for an industry that is 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 is, is going down. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in a situation like that. So look at the industry. If there's a check mark there, then you continue to look at whether it's a high stress organization where you will have no work life balance. For example, I have an, a a manager who's who's kind of working with me now, and she's worried about. Um, she took a tremendous opportunity, just like what you're saying. Somebody recruited her. She took it and she was happy, and then. She didn't realize that she has to commute now an hour and a half with high traffic and all. Oh, boy. Every day to and from. So that's three hours on the road. I, that's not worth it at all. Mm-hmm. If it's a long commute, so of course the salary is great. Everything else is great. But the long commute and what you want to do with your afternoons to get to that. She wants to be an entrepreneur. So to get to building her business, she's not able to find the time. All she's doing is sitting in traffic for an hour and a half to and an hour and a half from. So that's that. you have to evaluate things like that. Another thing I'm looking, I'm, I'd suggest also to look at your benefits and the perks. What mm-hmm. are they offering? Are they, do they have like medical 401k plans, pension plans, personal time off? Look at all of those things, tuition reimbursements and such things like that. Sometimes they attract you with a big salary. And that's what I caution individuals a lot. Mm-hmm. Because a, a big salary doesn't necessarily mean that everything is into, comes into play. Some offer a big salary and then they don't have other plans like the 401k and stuff like that. That would help you. So you have to come out of pocket for, you You need to look at their medical. Because mm-hmm. if you have to come out of pocket, then it depends on where you are. Some people are thinking, hey, if I'm in building my, my, my family, then that's going to be important to you. Absolutely. As, as, as some persons would know, because it, it depends on the stage of life that we're at. Mm-hmm. If we're a more mature audience, then we're looking at, the retirement plans and where we do we fit in and things like that. So it all this all depends. These are some of the things that we take into consideration. And I find too many people are looking at salary only when salary is not it. Dr. Shelley, I'm sorry, <laughs> Dr. Cameron, you and I talk off air. So Dr. I have Shelley, that. Dr. Cameron is fine, whichever one. <laughs> Listen, I tell people all the time, you know, and, and, and somebody looks at me and they, and, and I said, if a company is offering me more job or more vacation time, I'm going to take the vacation time. <laughs> I'm, te- I'm telling you. And they're like, what? Listen, <laughs> listen, I've, I've worked in the legal industry where I used to clock in 24 hour days. All right. Exactly. So I know that my vacation time or my time off is much better than the extra money because how many people at the end of the year have to just spend time to take their time off because now they have more title, more money. And so they have to put in these hours to justify this more money that you get. No, no, no. I'm at, a, I'm, but, but at you said the same time, 
I'm at a stage in my life. I'm a wife. I have three kids and I know spending more time is more important to me right now. So I can make that distinction with, you know, more money versus more, um, vacation for more vacation time. And to your point, you know, do, do, you know, you could get more money, but do they have, you know, these plans where, you know, the, the, where, where you could, they could have, um, the transit, you know, you know, all these out of pocket, you know, helping you save, you know, for out of pocket medical expenses, you look at the, all the benefits. It's not just, um, the money. And, and so, yes, I love it. I love it. When you say it, "Mm -hmm." I wanted to share also that it, it is very important that individuals look at where you are in life. Where are you? Are you at the early stage where you're a graduate? So I have some graduate. My daughter is, um, she's, she's graduating shortly. And of course, all her cohorts are, they're all together now and they're looking at what's the next step for me. These are the younger ones who are just starting out. Then you have another set who are maybe, you know, you know, getting married and looking at having kids and so on and so forth. And then you have other pockets that, want certain things in life. They want a house. They want a stuff. Then you have another set who are now looking at transition, career transition. Mm -hmm. I'm in my early 40s or I'm right at 40s and I want to know where do I go? Do I stay in this industry? Do I make a change? Because they say you have midlife crisis. Midlife crisis is usually, they say, 40s. (laughs) And then now midlife crisis I'm finding is 30 years old, right? I I would say, Dr. Shell, because listen, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) midlife crisis... (laughs) Like it's happening now, but you, but you're, you're, you're right. You see one of the things, and I love that you keep saying this because I just did a podcast episode and I was on a panel because I used to be in a legal industry. And when I tell you, I wanted to get out of that legal industry, the way (laughs) that, you know, mosquito love foreigner when they come. (laughs) You know, you know, as minute you come off the plane, they go, and just latch on to you. And I wanted to get out of that industry because I recognize certain trends and it's, it's so important. And I'm so glad you said it. It's so important to look at what's happening in your industry. Does it have viability for another two years or so? And because mm-hmm. if it doesn't, then don't, they, they could be ready in your eye with a million dollars. Don't go in there because right. sometimes they're struggling and they're just trying to find good people or talented um, people to recruit so that they can try to see how much they can survive, but it's going down. And no matter how you survive, if they don't change according to the times. So if you are having, I I write books, as you know. So part of my my thing is writing books. And if if, if the the regular bookstore have printed books only and not considering the the iBooks, the audio books, all kinds of books, different markets, then you're going to go down. Just let us use the, 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 the newspaper industry for one as example. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're all out, but you have to change with the time and now have the online to complement those who may still want to read it, the small population of persons who may want to read. But before I get any further, I wanted to share with you a Sherm Society for Human Resource Management survey that was recently conducted just this month, mm-hmm. um, was published. And it says that 35% of people find their, themselves uh, not they're giving up on their vacation leave this year, 2018. They don't plan to take it. Why? For the same reasons we're talking about. Either they feel, some persons feel if you go on vacation leave, they're, they're not confident in their job that when they come back, some, there's someone might not might have taken their jobs. 
They're afraid of their supervisors. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Or they feel they're indispensable. And that is absolutely crazy. And I'm coming back to your point about being in the legal industry when you're working for 24 hours straight and, and not getting any time off. So why? But, but Dr. Shelley... Mm-hmm. I did it when I was younger because back then they used to pay me back for my time. So I collect the extra money. <laughs> but you after a while, payback doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sense. make so any sense. What are you going to do, do, do with the money when you're tired? But that, that, that's why I can say from my personal experience that I will take the vacation time because now I look back at it. And I used to take my daughter to work on the weekends because I worked on weekends. And she's used to a lifestyle, a black car yes. picking us up on Saturday from home. And she yes. spent all day in the office. And all she could say, mommy just uses highlights and photocopy because, you know, part of <laughs> working in legal, you're reading a lot. And um, so, so, but when I looked back at it, I missed out on so many exactly. things, you know, exactly. part in, in our lives and sacrifices for her. And, you know, it, you know, I look back at it and say, you know, I know why I did it for her. You know, you want to save up for college. You want to do all of these things. But, you know, I wish I had more time because, you know, the little actions you take now affect the future. So, you know, maybe we could have been a little closer, not to say that we're not close, but, you know, you know, you know, as Jamaican parents and you, you pick up some of your parents habits and you get shot on certain things because you're under the pressure. So I knew that even though I was getting, you know, these, this, this four weeks pay because I didn't take vacation and I'm going into the new year with pit 20 weeks or how much weeks of vacation. It it, it just didn't make sense. I know what I'm talking about. And then now I'm looking back and say, where did all that money go that they paid me for this vacation? It was just, it was just, it wasn't spent appropriately. So there's a, there's a lot of things. Right. That, that I I, I wanted to share with you that that you're dead on because I'm just like you. I was, uh, um, you know, a workaholic, if you put it that way. My daughter actually walked in the office <laughs> for the first time. She walked in the office because, and that was on a Saturday. Wow. So I, 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 just like you and like many others, uh, have been really caught up with work and we need to really find that work-life balance. So when you find, uh, after a while, it doesn't last, okay? Mm-hmm. So after a while, or we get um, burnt out. I don't know if you heard the news of a judge this week who... Who got crazy in the in the courtroom and you know was angry at the the, the angry at the not only the the, the 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 people who she's she was um talking with but also even the lawyers mm. she really was angry and then of course what did they do they were about to fire her so she had to resign herself which is also a point that I wanted to get in is also a point when you should know when to resign mm-hmm. when you know that something has happened don't let them fire you mm-hmm. you throw in the towel yourself because you know when you move on and you're fired you have to explain that for the rest of your life, life so, yeah um know when to, to resign and know when to move on you know there's one thing you said before and I want to go back and ask you what is the distinction between a job and a career okay so a job is and I, I maybe could use my my little grandson as an example. My daughter has a little son, and he is talented um, at drawing. Mm-hmm. Talented. When you talk about artistry, he is because she studied art as well. So she is she has that gift, and he also has it. Mm-hmm. Then he also likes dentistry. Mm. He's a little boy, obviously. He's like not obviously, but I'm telling you, he's he's five years old, and he likes dentists. Mm-hmm. So here is mother and his, his dad coming in and saying, hey, no, 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 no. You don't do artists because as an artist, you're not going to make, make any, any money. money. Mm-hmm. Follow that track of, of being a dentist. 
So the, what is a job? The job might be for RJ, but the job might be the dentistry. Mm-hmm. And then the career, what he really, really wants to get into is artistry. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that is where his passion really lies. And I, I want to share with them my, 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 that my grandson can make a living now out of artists, being mm-hmm. an artist. Because it has evolved from the early days when, you know, before artists only made money when they died. <laughs> it's no longer like that. This is an explosion of the, of the technological industry. Right. So there's much you can do with it. So that's the distinction between a career. A job is something that you go to every day that you get the money for. A career is long term. Yes. It fits to where you want to go for a, a, a while, for 10 years, 5 years, 10 years, 20 years, until you decide that you want to change. Nothing really lasts forever because we evolve. As we evolve, our interests change. That, that is so true. The career is more long-term, whereas the job is short-term. The oh. career for me is more fulfilling and satisfying, and the job is one that you go to for survival. That's basically it from my perspective in short. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you for that. So, all right. I, I'm going to roll into another question I have, and I'm going to put it into the next frame. Sure. So, I have this job, and... Boy, I'm not really feeling it, you know, but I want to start the side business or I want to do this. And, you know, in order or one of my favorites, because I actually had this conversation, I want to have a baby. And so mm-hmm. I would rather stay here so because it gives me the freedom to mm-hmm. do what I need to do while I build this side hustle or I build my business or while mm-hmm. I am planning to have a baby. How I know... I know we've I've made decisions based on that, but you know what is 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 that a good approach? Is there like a word of caution there about that strategy? Repeat the first part again. So when you know when to look or when to stay, meaning that we make decision as to when to stay on a job based on what we're looking to do. So that could be trying to create a family, or. Um, trying to start a business and you know that starting a new job and trying to start a new business don't really gel. So you stay in the old job because you're trying to build a business when maybe, you know, you should, let me, let me back up. So let's say you, you, you know, you're not quite happy at the job, but you're staying there because you want to build your business or you want to have a family. So you stay because you, you want to, the, the luxury or the, What's the word? The, the time that you've put into the job accommodates you because you have vacation time or you might be able to work from home while you build a business. So do you have any advice around taking that approach? Is that clear? It, I mean, that's a very good approach. If, if it is, it depends on what your overall goal and objective is. So that's why I always say to people, start there. What is your goal? And I, I look at what is your... Sometimes when I'm doing interviews, I ask them for their five-year goals. Some people think five years, oh, my God, I haven't even thought that far. Three years, I bring it down. And then you break it down into like one year. How do I get to where I want to go? And if it is that you might be unhappy in a job, which many people are, but because of where they want to go, so you're trying to build your business. And I will always tell people, don't jump out of the the, the frying pan into the fire. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you can do it if you have some money on the side or you have someone who is going to help you with the financial resources because there are some things that you can do you can stay in the job and start building the business you can incorporate it you can do very many many things Mm -hmm. you can start um creating the the shell of a website or whatever you want to do things like that can be done whilst you're on another job that you really do not like being in some things you can do 
if you just had a baby, for example, and um, you obviously can't get your, your FMLA time off and all of that, then you stay in that job on, and create what you want to create in the meantime. So you use it, if you want to say that. Mm-hmm. Let's use it to accomplish our own purposes. In any job, actually, we're using it. We should be using the job to accomplish our own purposes. Dr. And that is not Shelley. to say that we're only... We're being selfish, Mm-mm. but it is. it should fit into your long-term goal. Now, remember, I'm an organizational development consultant, and I look at the business, and I equally look at the employees as well. So it is both. If an employee's goals is not aligned with the company's goals, then it's not going to work. So where is my goal? Okay, I want to work with this company, and they're going to pay me a salary to accomplish my goal. Mm-hmm. The company is hiring you because you can provide that skills and those resources to them that they can use to go to their three or five year goals. So it is an equal thing. But what I find is that a lot of individuals are tending to be one sided. They're looking at the organization and not necessarily looking at themselves. I hope that answers somewhat your question. Yes. Yes, Doctor I I, I just love this conversation (laughs) so much because you know, the doctor is in you know I'm not, I don't like to stereotype, but you know, as Caribbean people, sometimes we defer to the expert. And in this case, you have big doctor in front of your name. So you're the expert and you are (laughs) saying exactly what it is. It's like you go to work and you provide a service for the job and they give you money, but you also have to leverage your experience and that experience at work to what you trying to do. Exactly. Because it's a win-win. Exactly. Because remember in most States, you know, they, they, they don't have to give a reason to fire you or let you go, you know, them can't do it. (laughs) So you don't want to wait to let off. They don't feel like give you a reason. You you want to be prepared. And you know, we live now, like you said, in a generate, in a, in a, in a time where, you know, people aren't on jobs for 20 odd years anymore. I was literally exactly. talking to my coworker last night. She came to visit me because I have the baby. And yes. she was like, you know, on average, she probably stay at her job five years. I said, boy, I look at it. It's about three and a half years. And then I, I, I make yeah. moves. There are some times when I didn't have any choice because, again, I made a decision because the industry I was in, I've yeah. had between 2008 2009 and 2014 i've been laid off uh, several times and i said no this not work right <laughs> so so, so y- y- you know but I, I i started to make moves in the meantime because i was like i do not want to be held hostage by a volatile oh. industry and i need to have skills that are applicable outside of an industry and that the outside industry can see it because being in a legal industry for 16 years you know i've had people's like you you have a lot of really good experience but they didn't know how to position me and i said all right me do the work for you because since you know as a recruiter it was hard you know i'll do the work and so here and start the blog and the podcast etc so i i i agree wholeheartedly don't look at it like you're using your job look at it like you are providing a service to them they pay you for the service so you also have to you know, leverage that experience to, to, to your side thing, you know. Right. Much- and I, I wanted to share with you, as you said, uh, that you were being, um, for want of a better term, let go because what I would say is you are being reactive. It's not that you, 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 you didn't realize, you know, but you were being reactive. And because we are reactive, sometimes we end up in the wrong wrong uh, on the wrong side of the equation. Mm-hmm. I, I think we should look more long-term and be proactive. But sometimes when we're so caught up with the day-to-day 
craziness at work. And I say craziness because if you're working 24 hours, there's no time for you to rest and start thinking strategically about yourself. Mm -hmm. You're just reacting. You know that something is happening, you know. But because you have so much of a deadline on your mind, you tend not to think about you at all. Mm -hmm. I one would wonder when did you find time to have the baby? Get what I'm saying? <laughs> well, the baby happened long outside the industry, so thank God. And I and I scaled back a lot. But to your point, you know, in the the in 2009, it was reactive, and um, right, in right. in in 2014, it, I I I got more strategic. Exactly. So I I moved from the law firm to a service provider side. And that uh -huh. was a long-term strategy because that was the, the first like tiptoe out of the industry. And even right. moving to the service provider side didn't insulate me from layoffs because what the industry is facing a lot of consolidation. So when you right. consolidate, you know, some, some old, you know, some old, you know, employees from course, whichever they're, con they're going to be let go. That's so, nice. so what That's happened nice. was, you know, I went to the service provider side. They were having layoffs. I got laid off, but they rehired me in the marketing department. Right. It was less okay. money, but I took it, Dr. Shelley, right. because for the first yeah. time, I'm going to have a title that was non-legal specific. I could okay. use that title outside the industry. I take it. And then last right. year again, lose a job. But guess what? This year, I, I, I mean, I took that opportunity to get another job outside the industry finally. But it, it's, it's, so, it's... So stop there. So mm -hmm. hear what I'm saying to you. You hear your path? Mm -hmm. So your path was all about you. Did you realize that they let you go in one department, but they hired you in another department. For you, you quickly grabbed that because it was a non-legal title. So you knew exactly where you wanted to go. Mm -hmm. So you're not like you was a pro-employer. It was also for yourself. So it went hand in hand. And yes. some, that's what I do as a coach, um, work with individuals to kind of, sometimes you need to talk it out with someone. It's not that a coach has all the answers. You have the answers. But we tend to listen and kind of steer you in the direction that you could possibly go. So that is where that comes into play. And I love it when you share that because it shows a practical um, um path that you took. I maybe wanted to share mine as well. I I was in a, a job that was very um very, very successful, I would call it. So I always said to myself that I left success to accomplish my dream. And my dream was I I was in healthcare industry for a long time, a major pharmaceutical industry, um, international company, traveling all over the place and stuff. What what people look at as that they would love. And, and that's the job that I was in. But after a while I realized my family was suffering. I was there for them. Uh, my little kid, as I said to you, walked in the office. I had another one that, you know, 14 years apart. And it, it went on like that for me. And I ended up after a while stopping and taking a look. I was making everybody else happy because I managed human resources for a number of countries in the Caribbean. And I was unhappy after a while because I'd been there, done that, captured the Employee of Choice Award, did everything. And then I looked back at myself and I was wondering, where was I going? Mm -hmm. And that's when I... Basically, it took a while, evaluated the, my, 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 the different areas I could look at, and then I moved on. Uh, and everybody thought it was, oh, my God, how can you move on? Because they saw me as kind of background, backbone to the company as well. I never leave. I'm always there. Holidays, you know, hurricane. <laughs> it was always there. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, and I had to take that step back. So all of us go through it throughout our lives. All of us go through it throughout our lives. And now I'm more satisfied with what I'm doing. Not making a lot of money because it's not. I'm not a money person. I don't go after money. But when I can help someone make their life a lot better, 
that is what is satisfying for me. Yes, yes. Thank you That's so much. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. We have a lot in common. Another bit. We, we, uh, once we stop here, we have to talk about the fourteen year apart because I have that situation going on too. Because <laughs> I have that happen. I have like my the two younger ones are closer in age, but the first one and the second one. That's really what's happening. A fourteen, fifteen year difference. Uh, see what so, <laughs> but 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 that was more of you know. Folk work, 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 and then somewhere yeah, in yeah. between, you kind of get settled and you have your life, and then yeah. you know you start building, and the next one come. And by the time you get to the second one, you realize the mistakes you've mer- made with the yeah, first exactly. one, and I'm not the parent I was with the first, and it's ha- parenting the second make you realize how much you sacrificed trying yeah. being a workaholic and trying to yeah. make six figures, this figures, whatever figures, and yeah. you, you you know you look at the relationship with your your children, which are more enduring than a job or Mm. or career and say, wow, you know, I really should have done better and and I can't make the same mistakes. And so that's kind of where the more of give me the vacation time, even if I stay home, I'm not going to work. I need the time just to be away. So I, I thank you so much for being on the show. This was such a delightful conversation. I, I, I enjoy it. My pleasure. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So, okay. So we covered recognizing the right opportunities, you know, when to look and when to stay, how to evaluate our opportunities. Are, is it just money? Are you getting insurance? Is 401k? And right. when to seek opportunities. Is there changes in the industry that you need to be aware of? So you want to be aware of what's happening, not only in your office, but in the industry of your company. And so with that, I want to thank Dr. Shelley Cameron for being on the show for being so delightful and entertaining and to match my you know wittiness and my craziness <laughs> and thank you again and like i always say at the end of the show walk good okay friends i hope you enjoyed this episode of the carry on friends podcast for a recap of this episode and other great articles please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com that's c-a-r-r-y-o-n F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends.